Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the BIH Show, and we're in overtime. All eyes are on Tuesday's final game in Riga, when Great Britain take on Switzerland, hoping to finish on a high. Six down, one to go, as Great Britain get ready for their final flourish in Latvia, and are ready for a Swiss roll. We talk to the latest centurion in the Great Britain squad, Matthew Myers, and he discusses what it was like to cross that 100-cap threshold. Plus, we get the viewpoint from Switzerland, as former international Ryan Gardner joins us to tell us how the Swiss are looking ahead of Tuesday's final game. You're listening to the Overtime Edition of the BIH Show. I'm Craig Anderson. It's been quite a couple of weeks in the Latvian capital of Riga, where the Ice Hockey World Championships have produced plenty of drama and talking points throughout. Now, who predicted such a slow start for the Canadians and even Sweden have been patchy, but did we really expect Great Britain to have four points on the board at this point? Regardless of how the group stage finishes on Tuesday, the story has been written for GB, and that is this tournament has been another success on the highest stage. The performances have been excellent, and the 4-3 victory over Belarus earlier in the week showed just what this team have done, considering there was no season in the UK and no head coach there with the boys. Therefore, we decided to slot in a supplementary episode of the VIH show, as the team enjoyed a couple of days of rest before they hit the ice one final time against Switzerland on Tuesday. There's only a couple of interviews to look out for in this edition, but enough to bring us up to date with what's happening. First up is the latest Centurion to join the GB100 club, as Matthew Meyer spoke to us after Saturday's game with the Czech Republic to tell us what's been happening. We covered some of the action, the game on Tuesday with the Swiss, but to open, I asked him what it was like to win 100 caps. For your country, um, no, it's been really, really good. Obviously, um, you know, John and I got to the sort of same milestone. Um, 
pretty soon after each other and uh, neither of us really knew that we were there until a couple of years ago uh, and then once it was sort of mentioned there were 90 caps or whatever it was uh, something that we both thought would be quite a cool achievement to get to so um, yeah it's been been really good and I've loved every minute playing for the national team and it's one thing that you know when I do finish playing eventually that I will miss uh, an awful lot. And of course you were given captain uh, captaincy for the day as well Jono sort of relinquished that for, for the day for you what was that like? Oh, it was awesome I've uh, you know I've said uh, a couple of times now I've you know, I never captained anybody before, so for Jonah to do that um, on such a special night for me it was uh, it was awesome, and it actually um, sort of almost uh, overcame me with emotion um, in the dressing room when he gave me giving me the jersey with the C on. Excellent, and of course the, the tournament itself. You know, six games out of seven that we've now played. GB have have made quite an impression on things. I just get the feeling this time you guys were more ready for it than you were two years ago. Is that fair? Well, most certainly. We, we last time we came up, we were obviously um, I wouldn't say in all, but it was a, such a new experience for us to be on the big stage, you know, with all the big names. And um, I wouldn't say we weren't ready because we we were ready, but we didn't really appreciate the speed and um, you know the skill of these guys and how you can't switch off for any moment. So whereas. This time, um, we knew what we were coming into and we knew um, sort of how to play the game. And uh, our compete has been, well, just as good as it's been any any time. But uh, we've just, you know, we've really competed hard this tournament. And, uh, you know, obviously, I know we've lost, uh, what is this, five games out of six. But the, the scores have been a hell of a lot closer than they were last year. Uh, we've scored every night, which is a, another big positive and obviously getting four points from where we are at the moment isn't is another huge step forward for us and it looks as all watching it from, from where I am you're going toe to toe with these teams I get the feeling you're maybe surprising some of these teams as well just with the doggedness and determination you guys have I think you're probably right um, I mean the further we get down this tournament I think these teams probably realise now you know like Sweden, Czech and Switzerland coming up that they're not just going to roll over us of course, they outshoot us. They got more possession. That's what happens. That um, you know, it's happened in any game we played this tournament, and even in the division below. You know, when we played uh, in Hungary, the the other teams had more puck, uh, more shots. But like you said, we we have a never say die attitude, and uh, we make sure that we block shots and we play hard and uh, take our chances when they come. And we've actually played. You know, we've played a lot more with the puck this tournament than we did last year in Kozici. Um And that's been good. That's been a positive for us. And when you think back to two years ago, the, the standard of the teams you were playing, there's, there seems to be no pressure because of the relegation. Do you feel you can play a lot more freely because of that? Um, no, I think there's still... I think we still have an internal pressure that... You know, if we came eight this tournament, people would go, well, they, they would have gone relegated if it wasn't for COVID. We don't want to be in that position. We want to be in seventh or better. So we can say to people, we wouldn't have got relegated. We were a team that deserves to be in this level. Um, and, you know, that pressure comes from within. Um, so that's we're playing better hockey just because we're playing better we we know the level we're playing need to play at and uh, we're doing that more consistently to get us better results 
Now, looking back at the, the last six games, what would you say is the biggest thing you've taken, not only for you personally, but as a team, from, from what you've seen and what you've learned in the last six games? We've proven to ourselves and probably to some other people that we can play at this level. Um, you know, individually, guys are playing really, really well, um, notably Kirky and uh, Bouncy. Um, but as a team, you know, it's not just those two guys playing well. Everybody's playing very, very well every night. Otherwise, we can't have, you know, one or two guys just do all of it for us. We need other guys chipping in and um, playing collectively as a team, which we have them. Um, so we just need to keep uh, building. We've got one more game. And we need to make sure that next year when we come into this tournament, we build off of the back of this tournament um, gain some experience to make sure the next year when we come we put ourselves in the best position not to get relegated Now as I speak to you, the Czech Republic game is not long finished, a 6-1 defeat but as you mentioned one more game to come, Switzerland on Tuesday, you've got a good couple of days off now, um, you know just one last big push really isn't it, that's what it's all about end the tournament on a high and start looking for next year that's right, yeah, exactly. We've got two days now to rest the body as much as possible and uh, get our energy back. I think that was one thing we lacked today, a bit of uh, bit of energy. Um, you know, Czech, Czech was a team that was uh, playing like they needed to win the game. They definitely do for uh, the playoffs, and we were a little bit low on energy. So we got a couple of um, days here to rest up and uh, hopefully give everything we got for this one last game and like you say end on a high hopefully you know we'll go for we're going to go for the win of course we are and um let's see what happens come i think it's tuesday welcome back to the bih show you heard there from matthew myers joining us from riga last but not least for gb is the game with switzerland on tuesday as the team look to end the 2021 competition on a high and put them in a good place before they return to the top flight next year. Of course, the Swiss are a formidable side and have been silver medal winners twice in the last seven editions of the competition, losing to Sweden on both occasions. They're a team who are always there or thereabouts, so we managed to get in touch with a member of the 2013 side who were runners-up, Ryan Gardner, to find out more about what lies ahead for Pete Russell, Adam Keefe, Corey Nielsen and the players when they meet. But first, I asked Ryan what he made of the Swiss progress in the tournament so far. Well, it's been great, obviously, uh, other than the Swedish game. Um, I think they bounced back really well about Slovakia. And, um, you know, they got a lot of offense. They got some NHL players that are over there making a big difference. But uh, I think the Swiss guys feed off that. And, uh, you know, there's a couple guys lighting it up that, uh, that had good seasons in Switzerland. And, um, you know, I think uh, their goaltending is, is one of the best in the tournament. So they have a big, uh, big opportunity again. Now, it's worth pointing out, as I speak to you, this is prior to the, their game with Belarus on Sunday. Um, it's actually Saturday by the, the time we speak. So plenty of time before Switzerland take on GB on Tuesday. The game against GB, what have you made of, of GB watching it? I know you've been watching the, the tournament quite closely. Yeah, I mean, I remember when they started. I mean, um, obviously, uh, they've come a long way and, and to stay up in the pool is great. I think that... Uh, you know they have a lot of, uh, I think, a North North American sort of style play, which is which is conducive to certain certain tournaments, and, and they come at you hard and they don't give up. So um, it's tough. You know, uh, anybody can beat anybody in these tournaments. Everybody knows that, and it just takes one game. Somebody gets hot, or the goaltender can win you a game. So you know, there's no there's no no teams that you walk over anymore. So I think their opportunity is just as good as anybody else's to do well. Now they're a team that 
you know, certainly in terms of quality and depth, there's not a lot there compared to the absolute class throughout the tournament, not just in Group A, certainly. Are they a team that can surprise the other teams, certainly looking at the performances so far? Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think anybody can surprise anybody. I mean, I've been in positions where we've beaten teams that you, you never would have thought about it in a one-game game, uh, an event. Uh, I think you can surprise teams. I just think everybody's smarter now, and they know, and they realize they can't take anybody for granted. Uh, and, um, you know, nobody's, nobody's lightly, uh, beaten. And, uh, so it, it, as the tournament rolls on and as they do better and as they play well, I think people notice. And then, so obviously at the end of the tournament, I don't think teams are getting taken lightly as maybe they would at the start. So tell us about some of the, the Swiss players that stand out for you. Who are the players that GB should be looking out for when they play on Tuesday? Well, I think you, you go with your obvious choices first I mean you have uh, Nico Hige of the Devils you know a first overall pick in the NHL his line with uh you know or the power play that he plays with Timo Meyer and uh, and Andrew Ghetto are really good um big offensive powers I think you know you got a guy like Gregory Hoffman and, and uh, Dario Simeon they played together on their uh, team in Switzerland that won the championship this year um and they, they're just having a great tournament right now with uh, Corby in the middle so I think that uh that line brings them secondary scoring or even their number one scoring so they have a real balanced attack. Um, all their D move well, skate well. And then, you know, whatever goalie plays, Bear or Giannone, you know, it's tough to beat. So I think they have a well-rounded team. Um, and they play together. They play for each other. And obviously the Swiss guys skate real well. So that's a that's a big bonus. And plenty of players in there. You mentioned one or two of the NHL guys, but the CHL as well, big tournament in Europe, of course. And, and that quality, again, just, just transcends onto the, the world stage. Yeah, and I think I think it, as you see more guys move from Switzerland and from different countries over to the NHL, that, that gives confidence to the guys back home, and, and they know that they can play. And I think you know Switzerland in, in general has you know struggled for a while in the worlds, but now they've come come bowed. You know, I mean, I was a part of the two thirteen silver medal, and then they had another one, I think a couple of years later. So they're always in the mix, and, and they're just itching closer to, to to making good things happen. You know, I, I don't know. I read papers if Yossi's joining or not. I mean, you have a Norris winning defenseman that might join from the NHL if he doesn't join I still think they have a great team that has you know many opportunities to win what is the expectation for a country like Switzerland in a competition like this I as an outsider looking in I assume doing well by by that I mean getting quite far maybe semi-finals as as seen as an achievement maybe even winning it would be fantastic of course but what is the expectation well, I think always when you start the tournament, the expectation is let's, you know, let's make the quarterfinals. And then from there on, it's a matter of who you play, right? Uh, I mean, we seem to struggle against Sweden. We lost in the finals. They got, they got pumped the other night. But uh, I think you want to make the quarterfinals. And then from there, you know, it's, you know, whoever you can beat. So I think that's the main goal set of, of what they go into the tournament. And then from there, it's, you know, okay, let's, you know, now we, we have the opportunity to beat these teams. We've beaten these teams before and let's do it. Uh, Obviously, you always have the big six or big four teams, you know, you know, your Swedens, your Canada's. And, you know, this year Canada's struggling a little bit, but it doesn't mean that they, they you know, play them in a quarterfinals that uh, they won't win. So uh, I think the mindset is get to the quarterfinals and then let's let, let's let loose. And of course, everybody's playing um, in front of empty stands at the moment. We had a quick chat about this before we started recording. The fact that fans are now being let in into the arenas in Riga as well. How much of a difference could that make on Tuesday when Switzerland and GB come together? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's they're behind GB, it's going to help. But I, I think it's just fun for guys. I mean, they've been through a whole year with nothing. I know in Switzerland, I, I've been watching games and there's nobody in the stands and even just 50 at the end of the season. But um, 
it's taxing, you know, you got to pump yourself up. You got to get, get excited. I mean, uh, it's it, from the, from the stands or from the TV, I think it sounds a little bit different, but when you're in, in those rinks, it's empty and it's, <laughs> you can hear everything. And I think just a little bit of uh, background uh, noise is going to help. So can Switzerland win it this year? We've touched on the fact Canada have struggled a wee bit, but Finland are still in there, USA in there, Russia have been going well also. Yeah, like I said, I, I think anybody can win it. I think you get your top nations. Um, a goalie can steal you a quarterfinal win, a semifinal win. I think, you know, Switzerland's goalies are, are top-notch with Joe and Berra. And I think they have the offensive firepower this year that, that can get it done. You know, there's just, you know, little little things here or there, you know, the odd penalty, the odd box play or, or power play that might might hurt them but I, I think their special teams are really good and they have a good mindset and, and they've been playing all year and they they didn't have a big break between the end of the season and, and the start of the world so I think that helped uh, a lot of their top guys that went to the finals you know they're just it's just continuing on so yeah I think their chances are great uh, obviously uh, we're torn when we're sitting over here in Canada watching Canada and Switzerland but you know my heart falls with Swiss uh, the, the battles we've been through with them and and um, I hope they do well I know a lot of guys and Obviously, we cheer for, for friends of ours, so we'll see. But I, I think their chances are really high. And tell us about your own experience of the World Championships, Ryan. I think you played in a few tournaments in your career. How much, did, how much were they the highlight of, of your season when it, came to, when it came around every year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the one stands out in Sweden that we, we, we got, went unbeaten to the finals and then, and then lost to, to Sweden there. Um, my, my second boy was born like two, three days after, so I was lucky to get home in time. But... Uh, you know, you just bond with guys. You're, you know, you're three weeks together or even sometimes maybe eight weeks after the season, depending on when you lose out and, and you just come close. And uh, it's a huge highlight, uh, especially for guys like that are playing overseas. And then, you know, the, the worlds and the Olympics and all that stuff sort of broadcast bigger in, in North America. So everybody gets to watch. So, you know, you have that added benefit that the families can watch you. So, um, yeah, we're just lucky, lucky to be a part of it do something special, uh, play against the top players in the world and, and, and have a lot of fun doing it. And finally, Tuesday's game, Switzerland and GB. It might look as though it could go one way, um, certainly in terms of how the, the teams shape up. How do you see it going? Well, you know, I think uh, uh, we just saw Russia beat them. I think it's going to be important for Switzerland to finish on a high and they'll, uh, I think they'll, they'll bring their best. And I think their, their lineup there will be the one that's going to be moving them into the quarter. So I think, uh, you know, I'm hoping that uh, that GB's, you know, I'm sure they'll be ready, but I think uh, uh, it depends on the start. I think if you get down a couple, it's tough, but uh, I, I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say Switzerland's going to win, and <laughs> I think they'll they'll put a couple by them for sure. I said that was the last one. I'll make this one the last one. Are there any players for GB that, that stand out for you that Switzerland might be looking at and going, I need to keep an eye on this guy? You know, I... I I, I can't, I can't really, I don't know the guys well enough, so I can't really uh, comment on that. Um, so I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry about that. I, I haven't been able to, you know, catch all the games that they've been showing over here. So sometimes we don't get all the, the feeds from it, but uh, you know, I, I think the biggest thing too is, is, is uh, you know, I, we, we beat Chicago once in the NH uh, when we played against the NHL, they had won the Stanley cup when we were in Zurich and we just played as a team and a great game and a great defensive game and skated hard. And like I said, I think anybody's anything's possible. So I think if the team comes on the ice and plays together, that uh, Switzerland will be, be ready for a battle.
Ryan Gardner on the BIHO. Well, that's it for this little extra edition. We'll be back later in the week for a regular dose of the podcast where we'll reflect on the World Championships and look ahead to the NIHL Playoff Finals weekend too. Before we go, we want to tell you about some new sponsorship opportunities with British Ice Hockey and we'd love to hear from you if you'd be interested in coming on board with us. For further information, drop us an email to news at britishicehockey.co.uk and among other things, you could hear your company's name on the BIHO. Best wishes and good luck to the GB team against the Swiss on Tuesday and we'll bring you the news and reaction to the game on the website britishicehockey.co.uk Don't forget to like our official Facebook page follow us on Twitter at BritIceHockey follow me on Twitter at BIHCraig and we're also on Instagram at BritishIceHockey My thanks go to Matthew Myers and Ryan Gardner for their time and input and special thanks to Chris Ellis and IceHockey UK for their assistance I'll be back for more in a few days time for another new show so take care of yourself and I'll be back real soon Bye for now podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.